Hi, Shoot Songs family. Today we're going to be sharing with you John 14:27. We hope this brings peace to you. Hello and good morning, everyone. Blessed Advent to everyone. Thank you for joining us on Catholics at Home Live. Yes, it's our Saturday show. Uh, my name is Kevin Francis, and today I'm actually flying solo because unfortunately, uh, Father Clarence uh, couldn't join us uh, because of other commitments. So it's just going to be me. But uh, don't worry, don't panic, <laughs> don't, don't just don't leave off just yet, because my guest today is someone you don't meet very often unless you're in Sabah. Even if you're in Sabah, I don't know whether you can meet him <laughs> that often. So today is joining us. Uh, it's our honor and pleasure to have him here. Uh, uh, I, I don't know why I'm keeping him like a secret because you all saw the poster. <laughs> you all know who is joining us for the show today. But yeah, we're keeping him in the back room for now because first of all, I need to talk to you because I don't want to host this show alone. So I'm going to need your help. So you're going to engage with us, uh, talk to us, ask your questions, you know, and later on we can uh, put your questions to, of course, uh, to Archbishop, all right, our special guest today. So uh, get typing. Uh, first of all, let us know where you're watching this from. You know, we always like to know where you're watching this from. I'm sure uh, for today's show, we've got a lot of people from Sabah watching us, Catholic Sabah, if you're watching in. Hello, thanks for joining us. Uh, what you can do is everyone is just uh, please share this link uh, whether you're watching on Facebook, on YouTube, you know, share the link with your family and friends because we've got an hour show, 60 minutes, so lots of time, uh, lots of things to talk about because uh, it, we're approaching the second week of Advent. And as you all know, there's a theme for every week. Um, what was last week's theme? Anybody remember? If you remember, type in a comment. What was last week's theme? Okay, let's see, let's see. Anybody knows what last week's theme is? Uh, like I say, good morning to Philomena, Angela. Yep, you know, get cracking everybody in the comments because you know I'm flying solo today and I'm gonna need your help to in, to engage with us. You know, what was last week's theme? Yes, it was hope, and uh, we'd like to thank uh, Marianne for hosting last week's show with um, uh, with Sister Maria Fatima. What an inspiring show that was! 
you like that show, you love that, uh, give them some love. I'm sure they're watching. I'm sure Marianne and Sister Maria and everybody's watching. I mean, what else would you do on a Saturday morning? <laughs> Got to tune in to Catholics at home, right? So if you love that show, come on, give them give them a heart, a high five, whatever. Uh, you know, we we love to have uh, Marianne and Sister Maria back on the show sometimes. So you know, show them some love. Yes. And uh, this week, this week, of course, um, we're approaching the second week of Advent, and we're going to be talking about peace. Wow. Such a big topic, isn't it? Peace. And uh, fortunately, we have our special guest to uh, to help us to understand inner peace and all the things that's happening because really a situation right now with COVID and stuff, we all need some inner peace, right? So this is a great time. It's going to be a great show, great program, podcast, all right? So remember, share this out. Like say hi to everyone from ArchKale watching us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we still have a lot of time, so do share this out and uh, get your family and your friends on board. It's going to be uh, a great program with our special guest today. Again, I'm keeping him a secret, but you have already seen the poster, so you know. So it doesn't make good sense. Anyway, I'm going to introduce him right now. Uh, it's time to bring him on. He's born in Sandakan, seven out of 11 children to Mr. and Mrs. Wong. He answered the call to be a priest and was ordained in 1998. Following the mandatory resignation of Archbishop John Lee in 2012, he was formally installed as the second Metropolitan Archbishop of Kota Kinabalu in 2013. His motto for his uh, episcop episcopacy, tough word there for Saturday morning, Iman, faith, kasih, love, and harapan hope. A reminder of the growing faithful, charitable works and abounding hope in fulfilling the mission and vision of his diocese. Today, he makes his first appearance on Catholics at Home Live. Please help me welcome, use the comments, share some love, high five, whatever. Please welcome our special guest today. It is His Grace, the Most Reverend Archbishop of Kota Kinabalu, Dr. John Wong. Good morning, Your Excellency. Good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, whoever joined to see in this screen. Good morning, yeah, everybody. Grace. Yeah, Your Grace. Is that really yes. you? Are you? You look different from the the poster in <laughs> that we have here. Yeah, you know, the one is younger. The one is younger now. It's getting old. <laughs> and I, yes. I believe you have you had your Christmas haircut already. Yes, 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 yes. You know, in prepare in prepare for that. Just yeah. just two days ago. Just two days ago. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, well yeah. you know, you know your grace for for men. Huh? I mean, mm -hmm. ladies day. They can go to the hair salon every other day. But for men, for Christmas time, it's a difficult period because we look at our hair like, should I cut? Because we want it to time perfectly, right? When Christmas comes around, we want to have that perfect haircut. So like, we don't want to go too early. We don't want to go too late because sometimes the barber cut too short, then, you know, a bit something, sing it or something like that. So for men, it's a bit difficult, you know, because we need to time our haircut perfectly. Correct or not? The men watching yeah. this, correct? Let's say yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> okay but looking good your grace looking good thank you uh, so much for joining us uh, for our show this morning you know like i said we've got a, a very important topic about peace la. Hmm? yeah thank you for inviting thank you thank you um but bishop maybe you know when we have clergy on the show you know always the vocation story is very interesting mm -hmm. very interesting so maybe we can start a bit about your vocation story uh maybe you can tell us uh when did you receive the calling? Oh, my, my vocation. I mm. think my I have I have my first so-called desire to 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 embark on this path was in when I was in form two, around mm. fifty years old, I think. Of course, mm. just have that kind of desire. I want to serve. Inspire. If you if you ask me, by two women, two women, very significant women in my life. The first one, of course, is my mother. My mother mm. is a typical Chinese lady, uh, always serving at the background, mm. always serving, uh, non-stop taking care of the 11 children, 11 all of us. And the second mm. one is my catechist, female catechist. Mm. Her dedication, her, her perseverance in no matter in what situation that she is continuing, that with the idea of serving that started mm. uh, growing in my heart. Uh, and before I joined the seminary, someone said this to me, someone said this to me, give me a great encouragement. 
no matter what happened in my life, we should always give God a chance to use us and give ourselves a chance to serve God and his people. So mm. I joined the seminary in 1992, and I ordained as a priest in 1999. And then ordained mm. as a coadjutor bishop was 2010 until now. Looking back at my, my life, my history, I can see God's grace and his faithfulness in calling me into this now. Wow. Right, yeah. And your, your family, your parents were uh, Catholics uh, from the beginning? My mom, my mom was a Catholic. My father was a pagan. Mm. She, she revealing this, this so-called secret to my father was a, was a hard part. Was a hard part. Mm. Because wow. my father is a pagan. He doesn't, you know, the Chinese would let all the children to be around with them. Yeah. And also embarking or moving into something that never thought of in their life is somehow keep an impression for the Chinese, for the Chinese is cut off from the family. Mm. So my father was very difficult to accept my, mm. I, my, my desire. Mm. But did he convert uh, in the end? Later on, yes, he was converted mm. to become a Catholic when he was 65 years old. Wow, praise the Lord. Yeah. Yes, yes, finally at the end, at the end most, then he passed away in the, in the age of 75. Mm. And I was still in the seminary. Mm. Now, just before the seminary, uh, your, your, your grace, mm. you were a salesman for three years. Um, yeah, yeah, what right. were you selling? Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you selling? Uh? <laughs> the, the kitchen utensil. Mm. Oh. Kitchen utensil, uh, everything that in the, in the kitchen. Mm. Uh. But under the company of, I don't know whether you heard of it, Haname. Haname. Mm, I was working nope. there for uh, three and a half years uh, before mm. I joined the seminary. Hmm. Do you do you think your your I won't say career your job as a salesman uh, prepared you in some way uh, for your vocation? Do you think so? De definitely. If I, if I if I look at myself, myself and my life, uh, in fact, hmm. I'm I'm quite an introvert person, and I also am very surprised that God has prepared me uh, in a subtle way, in a very quiet way, because when I look at my into the school days, I seldom join any big activity. It's always in the background, back scene. I was also surprised with myself. How can I take up a job going from door to door? So three and a half years, never change a job. Hmm. I think God is slowly preparing me how to come out and face the people and talk with the people. Hmm. I see the grace and I hand the God for leading me uh, without me knowing it. Hmm. And later yeah. on, when I look at my life, well, I really thank God for that. Hmm. Yeah, and of course, um, um, first of all, being a priest, you have to uh, talk to your parishioners and all that, you know, so that was very useful to for a priest. But then you are the bishop. <laughs> you became the bishop. I mean, was that a surprise to you? Yes, definitely. I never dream of a bishop. If you know my story, I have written in my uh, ordination booklet as a bishop. Actually, mm -hmm. in fact, I was preparing to go back to Sandakan. Oh. The year that I been chosen, I was looking after the aspirancy, the aspirant. Mm. That was at the time mm. that that, is, that was a particular year that I should end my contract, so called in Kota Kinabalu, moving back to my hometown, Sandakan. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's why I, I should say I never dream of, I never. It, 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 it can't be a great surprise. Uh, surprise. Surprise, and, uh, and and thank you for taking up the the calling. To, to shepherd your, your flock in uh, Kota Kinabalu. Yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of Kota Kinabalu, um, Your Grace, um, yes. how's the situation with COVID there? I mean, uh, is it signs of improving? Uh, first of all, how is Father Felix? Uh, we heard he contracted COVID. Uh, Father Felix, is he all right? Yes, he has admitted two, two days ago, mm. tested positive. According to the update from the doctor in the hospital, he is stable. They have to observe mm. him for 14 days uh, before mm. they can make any move. Mm. Yes, the situation I, I, I should ask uh, about the, the, uh, this COVID in Sabah. Mm. After mm. The, you know, the general state election, election there was uh, mm. an, an, an outbreak, outbreak and all the suddenly the, the figures and the numbers of cases were increasing. Hopefully by now, the last few days, it seems like hopefully it's coming down. We are praying for the best. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Of course, certainly. Yeah, uh, our, our our prayers are with those in uh, Sabah as well. Of course, everywhere. I mean, so it's a uh, it's a very difficult time. Uh, Your Grace, uh, 
And that's why you know, I think this theme or this topic that we're having today is uh, very important to everyone, you know. I mean... Yes, uh, yes. As, you, as you say, uh, this pandemic is not only happened locally, not only happened nationally, even internationally. Of course, if it's Sabah here, we know, we know that even in Malaysia, we have so-called second spike. The first spike mm. was uh, around in, in the time of March until August. Of course, it's, it's, it's really a new experience. Uh. Nobody have ever, I, I believe, nobody has ever uh, gone through this kind of experience. That's why you have new, new norms that are coming in. We have to try to everything, church activity or online to reach out people to try our best to the self-com committee. But when the thing coming down, we are we are thinking of we start our masses. But unfortunately in Sabah, we have a second spike. But mm. reflecting to all these, uh, I think God's plans is not our plans. Uh. Mm. Yeah. We have to accept but with humility that his plans is he must allow he allowed this to happen, must have a purpose. That's why with peaceful heart, we should accept and submit ourselves mm, to the situation that we are in now. Yes, that's right. And I guess that that's the main reason because we we cannot understand God's plans, and that's why you know circumstances around us will change, and inside in our heart it's very troubling, you know, for for different people, different reasons, I suppose. Uh, so, Bishop, how can we find this inner peace? How can we find uh, inner peace when so many things around us are so uncertain? So, of course, uh, as a Catholic, especially, I would say this: uh, things, yes. Things, situation seems to be very chaotic, but know this and have faith in this. Uh, that's why I'm going to say is God is with you. God is with you. I, I'm very convinced of this statement. Even within every every day, the Eucharistic celebration, we are being reminded by the church uh, throughout the Eucharistic celebration, the Lord be with you. But of course, somehow, sometimes we, we feel that it seems that the Lord is very far away. It simply is asleep. Then the gospel story, the coming of the storm, should really reminds us. After that, Jesus said, why are you so frightened? How is it that you have no faith? Yes, the Lord is with us. And then this faithful God, I am loving and merciful. In fact, he knows what is going on and he never abandoned each one of us. And he is, even in this very moment, is to be with me and with you. Yeah, that's true. And if we talk about inner peace and we look at the situation out there, I mean, how can mm -hmm. this inner peace help us actually? <laughs> I mean, you know, people are searching for inner peace. You know, there's a lot of books about inner peace. I mean, even online, if you just type finding inner peace, wow, so many resources, articles, whatever. True. True. Then mm -hmm. we see the outside world, right? It's very yeah, yeah. hard to accept it. So how can this inner peace actually help us? Of course, reading and learning from books of the inner peace uh, is one thing. But actually, as you say, uh, and, and leave, leave that inner peace in reality also another. But we have to, of course, we know very well to have this inner peace is not overnight. Uh, it's a long life process. Yes, and it takes years and years of commitment and perseverance, to, especially to acknowledge that we will never, never fully achieve uh, fully achieve this inner peace. For example, for example, I'll give you an example. Some people say, people say when we attend the mass, taking the Eucharist, taking the body and blood, we should become, become like Christ, another Christ. But why we are after receiving and receiving so many times, we are still so, so weak in a sense. It's the same thing. Not, not so much asking the question, why after receiving so many times that I'm still so many weaknesses in me, so always commit sin and always fall. But the question we should ask, uh, if I'm not receiving it, I may become worse. Hence, it's the inner peace is, is the same. Uh, we, we, unless, so long we are desiring it, we, we, want to, we want to have it, we want to inquire, we want to achieve it, we have to keep trying, keep committing ourselves and persevere it, persevere it. Just imagine uh, if you have no longer have the kind of desire to have it, uh, what will become in your life? Uh, maybe you, will, you can become very even more miserable, more down, more. Uh, hence, to acquire this inner peace is not overnight. 
It's a years and years commitment and perseverance and never give up. As Mother, St. Mother Teresa said, uh, what God requires us is our faithfulness. It's not how successful in our trying. How thankful every time we fall, we do not have this inner peace. How thankful we are still going back, desire for it. And God, leave it uh, to, to God and God will do his part. Right, yeah. I, that's true. I, I, what I'm getting, getting from this, uh, Your Grace, is uh, we can see inner peace as being linked to hope, right? Because like you said, um, you know, if, if we stop desiring it, it's sort of like we are giving up. We are like, no point. Mm. La, you know, that, and the Christian life, of course, is one of perseverance. Uh, no matter what happens to us, persecution or challenges or struggles, it's one of perseverance to surrender to God and, you know, to accept His will and to, to be open to the blessings. And maybe sometimes we, we, we think of inner peace, we look at our troubles, our challenges, and we don't see the blessings in our life. Am I on the right track here, Your Grace? True. Oh, inner, inner peace is a strength that comes from within, huh? no matter what happens surrounding us or even within inside us, you, you should not disturb that inner peace because it's come from God. You come from God. Of course, it uh, depends on how you look at how you look at peace. As people say, uh, peace is not an absent, absent of wars, conflicts, or fear, or worry, or anxiety. But actually, actually, all these uh, conflicts, fear, worry, and anxiety is part of parcel of our life. But, but how do we do a look at all these things with the inner peace that we have? For example, I think all of us have certain certain degree of fears when we come want to do certain things, when we face certain things. I give you an example. If you know that, of course, when I was in when I was studying in Rome for two years, taking the course of speciality, complex speciality in Telisanum, mm-hmm. I like study. But at the same time, I don't like exam. Whenever the exam comes, I always have a lot of anxiety, fear, and even a sleepless night. But hmm. what I used to use a method is maybe it's very cheap, but effective method, method, what I call it is a future method. I always think if tomorrow morning I have exam, I will I will always think ahead. By tomorrow afternoon, everything will be over. My life is still going on. Coupled with the pizza, yes, yes, yeah. I should, I should, I should allow this pizza to calm me down, to slowly help me to settle all my anxiety. Also, sometimes people are afraid of giving talks, conducting seminars, meeting a very important person. Yes, think ahead. After everything, all this will come and go, but your life is still moving on. With the inner peace that you have in you, she help you to calm down and take, take slowly take away, remove the anxiety in you. So, my dear brothers and sisters, the clock is still ticking, never stop. The sun is still rising every day, but the end is not here yet. Don't feel paralyzed by all the conflicts, fear, worry, and anxiety that you have. Yeah, that's great. It's it's not the end just yet, <laughs> and yes. you know, hopefully some things can't you know they can't last forever. So you know we have to prepare for for the the blessings, the future that's coming, and uh, that's great advice there, Your Grace. It, it now, is uh, true. Uh, mm-hmm. Continue, yes. please. Yes, yeah, it's true. Uh, of course, we cannot run away with the life challenges that causes sometimes we feel fear, we feel paralyzed. But I think we have looked mm-hmm. at it positively. All these are opportunity. Opportunity for us not overcome all the problems, not overcome not, uh, all the difficulties. But we have, with a couple with the help of the inner peace from God, to live through all the problems, all the challenges, in order to face the next challenges. Because sometimes these are challenges of fear. Is God put it there? God, if God is... It's a wonder who put it there. He also gives us the inner peace and strength to live through it in mm. order to face the next one, maybe even bigger than the present one you are facing. Hence, the, tra- the challenges, the anxiety, the worry mm. in our life, mm. it's, it actually is it's an opportunity. It's not for us to mm. overcome it, mm. but to live through it. So as through it, we have a more experience to face the next one. 
Right. Yeah. It's kind of like a preparation, you know, like a, like a, your sales job was a preparation for you to <laughs> to be more open to your people, your parishioners. Uh, talking about preparation, yeah, that's why we have the uh, sacrament of confirmation. And when uh, we have the uh, fruits of the Holy Spirit, which one of it is uh, peace, is the fruits of the Holy yes. Spirit. So how can uh, this uh, peace, you know, following our, our sacrament of confirmation, how can we manifest this peace in our lives? All of us are given the Holy Spirit. All of us mm. are also through the Holy Spirit have have the ability to, to live our peace. But at, at the same time, acknowledging that we human uh, is a very weak human uh, being uh, due to human weaknesses, so easy. Uh, we are being influenced by the things that happen around us, within us, in the family, in the society that we, we live in, especially when we talk about the present moment, very often that we, really, we, feel, we feel very troubled and everything restricted. But hence, very easy, if we are not strong enough, we are easily being drawn into the current. But the church always encourages we need friends. We need families, we need communities to journey together, especially, especially to share the same faith that we have, same hope that we have, to also to encourage us to, to look into ourselves, to, to have this inner peace, to journey together. Hence, as a, as a country especially, yes, this peace, sometimes find it difficult to manifest in our life oh, because of the what we face around us. But at the same time, you know, know that the Lord is also asking us to be the salt and light of peace whenever he sent you. But in order to keep these uh, hands, my dear friends, I think you know, one of the way, the very important is that we need friends to journey together. We need our family members. We need communities, brothers and sisters to journey together so that we together can really be the salt and light of peace in the world. Right. Yes, that's absolutely right. Uh, once again, I'm speaking to Archbishop of Kota Kinabalu, uh, John Wong. So uh, for those of you watching, if you have any questions or comments, uh, don't forget to put it in our comment section. And uh, in a short while, we'll get your questions uh, to Archbishop, to his grace for you. All right. So don't forget to uh, put your comments or any questions you have in the comment box. Uh, now, Your Excellency, um, just personally, maybe I can ask you personally, when you find uh, something troubling, some anxiety or what, what, what do you do? How do you um, encounter or how do you bring into this inner peace personally for you? Of course, yes. As an as a, as a bishop and also is also a human being, I should say everybody has that kind of uh, trouble and fears in me, uh, in, in oneself. When I have this, uh, this uh, situation, when I am in this uh, situation, what I will do, also, I will also, uh, first, I will reconnect myself and also invite, invite the Lord to come to me, to come in, come to me and ask the Lord uh, to help me, to help me. Uh, especially, I will, usually I will spend time in my prayer. Uh, what I really encourage you, uh, prayer it, it, it is, a, is a form that I think all of us know is a, a form of communication with God, but at the same time, it's also a form that to encounter God. But in the prayer, how to encounter God uh, unless we silence ourselves? We silence ourselves, uh, we silence ourselves, and then really allow, I heard, allow the Lord, uh, the one who, who lives within each one of us, uh, allow Him uh, to really uh, to, to, to speak to you, to speak to you, to listen to Him. In, on, on, in order for that, to happen, you need to quiet, to really quiet, and then spend time with the Lord. Yeah, I find that, that helps me a lot. Yeah, that, that's good advice. I'm, I'm sure uh, many people, uh, maybe like me, you know, when we go uh, to prayer, we are always thinking in our thoughts and our mind, and we are the ones always talking and talking and asking why and this and asking for things, and we never give God a chance to speak to us. We're, we're not that quite hard to it's actually quite difficult to be <laughs> silent <laughs> for a while but i guess um, it takes some practice and of course uh, it's something that we can cultivate uh, in our prayer life right yes i i fully agree with you but at the same time it's not uh, you, you just have to do it uh, 
But it's, it, it's, what you say is true. Oh. Very often, we are being tempted every time we went into the prayer. Usually, we are the one who do a lot of talking, a lot of requests, and a, a lot of, we are the one who does a lot of doing. Nah. Never allow God to do something on us. Hence, mm. we have to just to be being there and allow God to be a doer. Mm. Hence, uh, hopefully, after, after uh, as I say, after some a period of time, then you really can experience uh, uh, this kind of inner, inner strength of comfort within. Uh, God is, then you can really easily to hear what He wants you to do. Hmm. Yeah. So this this practice of um, being, uh, I would say, contemplative or meditative, uh, reflective in our prayer. Um, maybe Bishop, you can just elaborate a little bit um, for for us who are not. Maybe some of us are, are, are not in the habit of praying, not in the habit of praying, or maybe someone new to the Catholic faith, or you know, who's just joined RCIA and wondering how how do I pray in 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 this uh, in this uh, mode in this situation to be very calm? Maybe we can elaborate on how we can build this habit. Uh, maybe just a few steps that we can do to cultivate this habit. Of course. Uh, the way I look at a prayer, of course, I will invite you to, to ask yourself, uh, when you learn prayer, how the so-called, I don't know, I don't know who, whether it's a catechist now or sisters, a priest to teach you. When you start learning prayer, what form that they are, uh, they are teaching you? I will look at it just like we are going to the school. In the beginning, right at the beginning, when we are still joining the catechism class, they will ask you just to recite the three prayers, the Our Father, the Hail Mary and the glory be after the kindergarten you go to primary then you say yes reciting besides reciting this three prayer you have to also read the bible read the bible after you graduate from the uh, primary you go to secondary then he said reading the bible is not enough you have to reflect over the bible and after the secondary then you go to pre-u he said reading the bible reflecting the bible you have to sometime put yourself into the Bible. For example, like the story of Zacchaeus. Uh, you, if you are the Zacchaeus, how do you react? How when Jesus talked to you, uh, how do you um, react to, to when Jesus talk to you? And after that, when you are graduating, moving into the university, yes, mm -hmm. reading the Bible is maybe not enough, reflecting, even putting yourself into the Bible figure is also may not enough. You you want to uh, to learn more and then how to when Jesus talked to you. Come today, I want to stay in your house. How do, how do you lift that out in your life, in your daily life? Even, even all these uh, from the from the reciting of the three prayer until this stage, uh, you are still the one that will do a lot of reflecting and meditating. Uh. Then you have to come to a higher form of learning, that is PhD. PhD, what I call this uh, permanent hash damage. You have to really <laughs> this, uh, you have to really reach to this stage until your mind cannot function. Then uh, God will God is the one that will do everything for you. You have to really come to the stage. Uh, hence, to reach the stage, uh, allow the deep meditation in the sense that uh, you have to pass through this sort of different form of prayer. It's not one can jump on. But when you reach that stage, it doesn't mean that uh, the prayer that you learn, even from the three prayer, is you, you, you can forego. Uh, it's a, a long way of process until the permanent hash damage. And in, in that stage, your mind is not working, your mind you cannot reflect, but God will surface and talk to you. Right, yeah, yeah. So don't go straight to PhD. We have to start. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, you start. Yeah, you start. Because uh, when you when you go, when you directly jump to there, you find that's why you find it very difficult to sit still. Your mind is always very wandering, your mind cannot center. You have mm. to pass through a process. Just as in the school, or you have to pass up kindergarten before you. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Now, uh, Your Grace, in Ephesians, St. Paul tells us that Jesus is our peace. And, you know, maybe we can tie this up to, you know, as Christmas is coming and, you know, the waiting of uh, Jesus and, you know, the, the theme that's coming through our homes and our hearts. You know, um, how important is it to find peace or healing before Christmas? Because at this point of time, especially this, this point of time, you know, some will be, you know, angry at God maybe, you know, uh, loved ones taken away, maybe loss of job and income, 
you know, there's a lot of anger in our hearts. So when St. Paul says Jesus is our peace, what does this mean for us as Christians and Catholics? Especially, of course, you put it right, as Christians, especially as Catholic, uh, we believe that Jesus is a king of peace. He comes to bring peace, not disturbance or chaotic in our life, especially. Hence, before, after his resurrection, how many times when he appeared to his disciples, he said, peace, the first thing is that peace mm -hmm. be with you. And he also said, the peace that he gives, the world cannot give. But this peace, Jesus is our peace. We should ask the right question. Now, who is this Jesus? If we say Jesus is our peace, why we sometimes we find it so difficult to have the peace that what he wants to give us, give to us? Because we do not we do not recognize who is Jesus. Sometimes if people ask you who is Jesus, we may give a lot of answer. He is this one and he is my my friend, he is my my master, he is my lord. Do you really experience he is your friend? He is your master. He is your Lord. If he is your friend, how in your daily life should we have that Jesus is your friend? And he is your Lord or master. How do you in your daily life to live that can tell people that Jesus really is your master? Hence, Jesus is our peace. Yes. At the same time, to know to we know who Jesus is for me. So my dear sisters and brothers. This is a very important question. It's always, if forever, we should reflect, who is Jesus to me? We can come out at the end. Jesus is my everything. Yes, he is my everything. He is my Lord and my God. If Jesus, you believe that is your Lord and your God, and he is the one that all-powerful, St. Paul says this, if God is with you, who can against you? Not even death can separate you from God. Hence, let us really honestly look at this question again. When Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say I am? If hopefully all of us, you come to really encounter, a personal encounter, Jesus is my, my Lord and my King, and he is, if he is your Lord and your King, and he will be your peace. Is that your answer? If Jesus asked you today, who do you say I am? He is my Lord and my and my King. Amen. Hence, I, 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 hope, I hope I can, I can with, with, with the help of the Holy Spirit, always live out this, this vocation of mine. Hmm. All right. Amen. All right, once Amen. again, I'd like, like to remind our viewers watching this, uh, I'm speaking to the Archbishop of Kota Kinabalu, His Grace, uh, John Wong. If you have any questions or comments, our show is going on till 11.30, so we can take in some questions from, from you. If you have any comments or questions, uh, please write it in the chat box right now, and we'll present them to uh, Archbishop today. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, Bishop, you're talking just now about when Jesus said that the peace he gives is different from the peace that the world gives. What is the peace that the world gives? Is there any false peace? Uh, perceptions of the peace that we have that's coming from the culture, from the world, that, that is there anything that we should uh, not fall for or avoid? Is of course, uh, very, very difficult to, to so-called to answer this question. But the only thing that, the only two things that come to my mind, of course, uh, we know very well, we know very well. Uh, knowing, one knowing is one thing, uh, to live what we know also another thing. Uh, we know very well the peace that are offered by the world will not last. Will not last. The things that we have, or sometimes we, we embark on new things, it brings us a very, very little, very short peace that in our heart. After sometimes we feel that uh, that's why people, people, changing gadget by gadget, people buying car and buying different car, you want to get a modern one. That's there is a very clear indication. Uh, this cut of peace, uh, it cannot last. But also uh, the peace. But even then, even then, even then, if there is no false peace, so-called, there is no genuine peace. Even then, I will look at it, even this false peace uh, is happened by purpose. Uh, so that we keep on searching, never, uh, never lose our desire to look for 
the one that can really offer offer us a real peace. Uh. Hopefully, mm. as Christian and as, especially as Catholic, uh, we come back to God and know that and believe that it's only Him that can, he really can give us the real peace. Uh. Mm. Yeah, as uh, Saint Augustine said, our hearts are restless unless yes. until we rest in God. And uh, Robert is uh, Robert has commented uh, saying pride being our biggest obstacles to peace. Mm -hmm. Our pride does get in the way, isn't it? True, because uh, when you, very often you hear people, uh, even people share our first Adam, uh, first parents because of pride, uh, then end up because of when we always do things according depending on, on my on ourselves then very often we will, we, we will not face any 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 peace we will not go very far very far because it's very is a very somehow it's a very self-centered it's not inclusive or embracing uh, it's living in, in, in your own world hmm. and Speaking about pride, uh, it always comes in a way when, when we offend people or you know, uh, people who offended us and we're angry and you know we we think we are better. And one of the ways to find that inner peace is by reconciling with those whom we have offended or who have offended us. Can you talk a bit about the link between forgiveness and peace? Mm -hmm. Of course. What what? Okay. Why, why we need forgive? Because somebody have angered us or somebody have done harm to us. But if you just imagine, if you can't forgive, just imagine it's a person that very, 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 very difficult to forgive. Definitely this person may have a certain degree of the anger still inside, the resentful, uh, resentment. But at the same time, you should ask yourself, who suffer? Who suffer? Because the other party may not know that you get angry with him or with her. Mm. Who suffer? That anger inside you will be eating up on you. Hence, forgiveness. If you if we can let go, let go and let God to help you to heal you and heal your wounds, then if you start to forgive, desire to forgive, slowly your heart will also experience the peace of God. Mm. I, I remember I come across um, I come across a, a, a story, a story about a monk walking through a very, very liberous villages. So mm. these villages uh, do not lie any intruder, especially these are religious people passing through. As this monk was passing through the village, the, uh, the village people was throwing a lot of a lot of foul words and angry words towards this monk. But this monk had no reaction, continued to walk the journey. Uh. So someone asked, asked this monk, why uh, all these people are uh, using all these kind of foul words and angry words with you? Uh, you have no reaction. He said, if, if I do not consider those words is for me, uh, why should I get angry? Uh? Why should I get angry? So it's true. Uh, why, we should, why we get angry? Uh, we, because sometimes we are too sensitive, uh, too sensitive. We feel that we feel that he has hurt me. If we can become a more have a little bit humility, all this, if we will not so much, draw in our heart, in our heart, and slowly eating up us and become we will become very resentful and anger person. Hence, if we can let go, let go and allow God to heal our womb, then we will experience the inner peace. Yeah. But certainly that's uh, something that's quite difficult to do, to let go, especially when we have been uh, hurt, uh, some, in some cases quite badly. But uh, then again, that's when we have to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. True, St. Teresa, of course, St. Teresa said this, let go and let God. It's really mm -hmm. easy to understand, but not easy again to put into practice. Huh? Yeah. And another thing that we can probably put into practice is the attitude of gratitude. You know, uh, yeah. to put things in a larger perspective, we often are told to be thankful for what we have. Are we being self-centered when things don't go our way? How can we uh, maybe be more thankful to the blessings, see the blessings? Some people, you know, we always look at the negative or the, 
the hurt and all that. We don't see that there's there's blessings at the same time that's uh, coming to us. Um, True. Is that right? True. Even even what happened at, at this present moment, we only look at it look at it very negatively from the negative point of view of a. I'm talking about the pandemic, the COVID nineteen. Mm. Suddenly, every day, uh, we are saying, ah, the figure, the contact, the new figure is so high, still shooting up. Uh. But at the same time, we forgot to see uh, the other side. Uh. And also, a lot of people recover, recover within the same day. Uh. We also, we human tendency is always look at it from negative point of view. Does not look at it from the, how God also, with his mercy and love, uh, how many people also recover every day. Uh. If we have this kind of, uh, Different view, uh, we, we will have a thankful heart uh, to thank God. Yes, things happen. People contacting the virus at the same time, they are also with the mercy and love of God. God also heals mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. every day. Yes, as you say, as you say, self, being self-centered, sometimes, does it good or bad? In a sense, yes, it's not really good if within a community, uh, within a family, within a community, or within a parish, even in the society, uh, but we should be more inclusive rather than exclusive, looking at oneself, uh, because no man is an island. Uh. If we are constantly looking at oneself, one day, it definitely, you find it so difficult to mix around, to involve in the people's life. Uh. So we have to be more inclusive rather than exclusive. Uh. Yeah, and it's usually the people around us that we we should start with. You know, I mean, I think uh, most people will agree. Christmas time, uh, is is quite sometimes can be uh, very tense in the home. You know, uh, even if you watch movies or those uh, Christmas B grade movies, always there's some tension in the house during Christmas time within family members. You know, Mother Teresa often said that world peace begins at home. We don't have to go far to show our love, and we can love those close to us and around us. Now that we are mostly confined to our homes, especially and for some people, quite a long period of time, and the tension is building up. Uh, Your Grace, what are the ways we can promote this love and peace within our families, within the home, especially since the season of Advent is here and we are approaching Christmas? You know, maybe we can talk a bit about the family scene at home. Uh, how can we bring more peace and love at home? Uh, of course, there's a lot of ways to promote love and peace. In home, of course. Uh, here, I would like to share two particular way. Of course, uh, usually in this uh, in this time around, we are preparing for the birth of Jesus. What you, what, what what do we, we normally see? We see the manger. We see the crib. But reflect upon uh, two thousand years ago, Jesus was so quietly quietly born in the manger. He quietly come and born in the manger. And come into this world. He come to this world for to love us and to serve us. Uh, to love and to serve us. And that's why these two two quality, two quality. There may be a lot of quality. Uh, I will really these two, particularly these two. I will really encourage uh, all the members in the family uh, to love and to serve. Uh, I think nobody will reject. Uh, nobody will reject your your love. Nobody will reject uh, your 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 serving. But everybody is. But the problem is, we are waiting for people to love us, to serve us, rather than we are we are going out once to to love and to serve. And it is just two quality la. Even you look at the manger, the figure Joseph and Mary, Mary after hearing the call, they are also quietly accept the will of God, because they love God and love humanity, love you and I. That's why he obey. And mm-hmm. they want to continue to serve their creator and also serve each one of each one of us. That's why these two quality to love and to serve. Yes, and we know from the uh, stories in scripture that you know over two thousand years ago, uh, uh, when uh, before Jesus was born, you know things didn't go as how they had planned. Yeah, uh, Joseph and Mary, uh, things were very difficult. Mm-hmm. How things that they had planned, it you know was really turned upside down and, you know, all all the things that they had to go through uh, before Christ was born. And it can be sometimes uh, reflective of how we also approach things. You know, things happen which, you know, we didn't expect this to happen, 
or, or we might have expected to you know things to slow down in terms of the pandemic and you know Easter Easter was disrupted for for us and then we thought okay by Christmas it should be okay and things will be back to some sort of normalcy but then it's it's even uh, sometimes seems to be a little bit uh, um, out of control and we can't we have a question from Angeline how can we share the love joy and peace with other faiths during this Christmas season with the COVID situation and MCO? Oh, of course, if we, we, even with this uh, situation, I think we have also slowly adapted to a new norm of life. Uh, of course, through the technology, I, I believe all of us have our circle of friends, even other faith. Mm. Of course, you can, a simple greeting, a simple greeting, a simple message, a, a simple, I think it's, it's only, already a, a form that you, to, to brighten the people on the other side, but we have to make that move. We have to make that move first. Of course, especially, especially we know that we should be the disciples of Jesus wherever we go. Through a simple gesture, a simple message, I think the people you already will be brightened up by us. And uh, your Chris, we always uh, hear and see of uh, the people in uh, in in your part uh, in Sabah and Sarawak. Um, Many different different uh, cultures and and you know faiths and religions uh, in 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 where you are. Just wondering for for us, um, you know, down here in the city, who are not really aware of of, of how do you all encounter or how do you all uh, live out that peace in your community? You know, something maybe you can share with us that we can take into our communities here, where because there's so many different cultures where you are. Of course, I think. Uh, but the spirit of unity and harmony, harmony, because to be uh, for for a, for a, co a common good, uh, it must be there first for the common good. Uh, not always, as you say just now, was always inward looking, self centered. Uh. Mm. After after all, after all, I need you. I need you to be the one that I am. Uh. Mm. Also, I believe that you also need me to be the one that you are. Mm. So this this will help us to constantly remind ourselves we have to be united with one another, be harmony, so that we can work together, we can survive in the sense. Mm. And just, just wondering, uh, in terms of uh, the cultures there, uh, how is mm -hmm. Christmas usually celebrated there? Uh, is it very much different from the usual things that you see here in Kuala Lumpur? More or less, not much different. You saw a lot of a lot of big celebration. Only I think this year, because of the situation, because of pandemic, Everything had to be in 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 house now in the church, in the, even in, in in the in the in the small number or in, in home uh, because of the situation. But usual past year, I don't think it's much different from the the situation in Peninsula. Mm. And of course, there's a lot of uh, rural rural areas uh, in in Sabah and in uh, Sabah. A lot of places hard, hard to reach and all that. What, what about those people in the rural areas? What is the uh, Sabah Church? Uh, are they doing anything special this uh, this Christmas to reach out to them? Some some area, some area, they try to have a, still as a no, normal one, they, they go into the kampong to have a children Christmas party for them. Of course, with, with all the proper uh, SOP, they still mm. want to bring that joy to the rural uh, some are even even going there uh, there to 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 have the caroling singing some songs with them. Some are uh, try to reach out to to the to the online online caroling connect with, with them. But yes, we are, we are trying our best. We are trying our best to 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 help our people to help us so that so that. They will have a faith of what is going on, and then continue to to live their life and move on. Yeah, and I suppose in all of this, um, the ones mostly affected are the children because Christmas is is really a, a very celebrative time for sure. young children, the young ones, you know, with presents and and stuff like that. Uh, Your Grace, for you, bef I mean, when you were young, what was Christmas like for you? When I was young, two things. Hmm. 
expected a, a, a great meal and also a present from the parents. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> and of course, that was a time that you anticipate. When I was young, yeah, only later on when I, when I start growing up, then really have to but really begin to understand what is this Christmas is all about. Hmm. Yeah. Are there are there any programs in uh, in in the Sabah Church that uh, maybe you would like us to help out for those of us here in uh, in the city? Uh, is there anything that we can promote, or would you like us to to help out in the terms of uh, whatever you're having in uh, in Sabah? Oh, thank you for that offer. Maybe maybe if I of course after this, if I have anything, I will I will I will let you know. I will contact uh, contact you. Mm. Of course, uh, usually whatever program that we have, we try to also promote it, promote it through the Catholic Sabah that we have. Mm. Mm. Usually whatever program you put up into, into the Catholic Sabah, the website, mm. let the people know, uh, know about it. Right. Yeah, certainly. And of course, uh, all our prayers with everyone there in uh, Sabah. Now, Your Grace, mm. uh, before I let you go, we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, before I let you go, Maybe you'd like to say a few words. Uh, we do have uh, people from Sabah watching this program right now. Do you want to say a few words uh, to the people in Sabah in uh, your local language? My local language? Uh? Uh. Of course, first I, I, I was speaking Chinese. I hope there are also Chinese viewers. So, yes. I hope that we will be able to see our children in our children. We will be able to see our children in the future. 平安的心，无论在我们周围发生的什么事情，我我们相信应该拥有这样子的信的，我们的主永远与我们在一起，而且而且要知道他是为你而诞生，嗯，渴望渴望他，他就会给你心灵上的平安。Is there, is there uh, a message for all of us here now? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Of course, uh, that, that was in the Chinese uh, for the for the for this is Christmas season and preparing for the Sabah. for the Christmas. Hmm. Again? Is there any other native language in Sabah that you speak? Oh, uh, it's a Mal Hakka. Our, our Malay. Okay, Bishop, uh, any message uh, for all of us here watching now? Malay is okay. <laughs> thank you for, for giving, first of all, thank you for giving me a chance to, to, to be with you people, to speak here. I hope the little sharing that I have on, on the team of peace really can really help you to have a peace of mind, peace of mind, and the peace that come from, come from Jesus. Allow this peace, uh, allow the peace of, from, from Jesus uh, to really sink into your heart so that no matter what happens in your life, know that he is the king of peace and he is with you always. As we journey on this land, uh, event journey, preparing for the birth, uh, know that he, he come, he come for you, he come for you and he will be with you no matter where you are and who you are and have faith and believe in this. Uh. Thank you and may God bless you all of you and and happy christmas in a one to all of you right thank you so much uh your grace for for sharing with us uh here on the topic of peace and inner peace and of course not just uh, sharing but also sharing some personal stories i know it's quite enjoyable to hear <laughs> to hear about your personal stories uh but before we go uh maybe uh if you don't mind you can we can close with a prayer Sure, sure. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us unite all our heart, all our mind together to thank and glorify the Trinity for their love, for they never abandon each one of us. As we say together, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your and spirit. May the, God, may the Almighty God bless each one of us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Amen. 
Thank you so much, uh, Your Grace, for being on the show. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I hope this won't be the first and last time. I hope you'll come on again uh, whenever we have uh, something interesting. We'll invite you and I hope we can have more conversations uh, with our viewers. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you for giving me, giving me this opportunity. I've been speaking to the Archbishop of uh, Kota Kinabalu, His Grace, the Most Reverend, uh, John Wong. So for those of you watching, if you just join us late, uh, maybe you want to catch the full program again, don't forget you can visit our Facebook page, Catholics at Home Podcast, or even to our YouTube channel. And you know, if you think someone might benefit from all the sharing that uh, we had from uh, Archbishop today on peace and inner peace, a lot of mm -hmm. interesting information and steps, practical steps that we can take to practice in this Advent season, well, do share this link out to your family and friends or do watch it again if you miss any part of this uh, episode of our podcast. Thank you for joining us uh, on this Saturday and do have a blessed event to everybody. From uh, Archbishop and me and the whole team at Catholics at Home, uh, goodbye and we'll see you next week on next Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.